Hey, Internet, welcome back to Same Ish Different Day, the podcast where we continue the march into madness. I'm Raza Malik, and I'm joined with my Amazeballs co host, Bailey Nargang, also featuring the lovely Wine Mom, the arbiter of everything TikTok and YouTube. Hey, it's Wine Mom. Bailey here. Gotta drop that reminder that you can find this show on any streaming service you use. Remember to leave a sassy review, and you wanna bash us or our opinions generally? Well, you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and maybe some other places in the future. I join these guys weekly to keep their egos in check as we break down complex social issues and talk about why your kids shouldn't be watching family vloggers. We talk about real-ish on a real level. Ain't got time for the Twitters? Don't worry, we have collectively wasted our existence combing the internet for you. Also, before these two get carried away, don't be shy. Join our Discord for the inside scoop. You can also support us on Patreon, where you can work your way up your our very own class system. And don't worry, it's pay to win. So welcome back to another episode of Same Shit, Different Day, where we try not to rip each other's heads off. Let's get it. What's up, internets? Welcome to Same Ish, Different Day, the podcast with a name that we can't say anymore. So this week, we live in Canada, and there's been a lot of hectic stuff going on. We kind of wanted to talk about something adjacent, because otherwise, we're all just going to end up like yelling about uh, bad people all night, and that's not a fun podcast for anybody. So something that happened last week was Bell Let's Talk. So this in Canada is a major phone company named Bell. Each year, annually, they run a mental health like advertising campaign, pretty much where somehow they promise donation amounts per retweet or per post about it, even though there's no darn way they actually track the hashtags to dump money in it. Raza, could you help add context to this and talk about what the messy part is? The messy part is that Bell, um, when they do this stuff, at the same time they're raising the prices of their services, making it harder for lower income people to access the services that they are creating for mental health, like calling to their service because they can't use the phones because they can't afford the plans. Now there are, are things where they can do, do it for free, but Bell at the same time is saying, here's these, uh, uh, here's uh, a mental health help thing, but we're going to take away a bunch of other things that make it easier to access those services at the same time and the government is in our pockets at the same time of of that mm. and mm. i just blew the script didn't i because i did it backwards i introduced the backwards. second topic first <laughs> okay okay so i introduced that i can use that and raza still brings up adds a good context right so something that's like a big problem in canada is we have a lot of these telecommunications giants just like the states states you got verizon you got you got what's what's the T-Mobile, T-Mobile, right? But Verizon. in the states, because it's good old capitalism, right? They, it's just a free market. They could go nuts. But in Canada, we got three giants that are like contractually own the entire market, and that's Bell, Rogers, and Telus. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yep, what yep, happens yep. in the scenario is not only do they prop up like advocacy issues that could be important to other people as a means to fundraise and advertise their own services. They also create a control on the market that as Raza said, 
creates barriers of access to people because you need to get a phone with one of these three companies or else you just, you're fucked, you're screwed. Um, and so it's this stranglehold they have on the market that really makes it so statistically and mathematically, we can pull up sources that Canada has some of the highest phone pan plan prices in the world. Right. And it's all due to the fees that these communication companies are able to charge on top of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, these these because there is, is a monopoly, if there is any smaller companies like we have smaller co companies like Fido, Kudo, uh, uh, what's the other Chatter, Freedom, Chatter, Freedom and all, and, all, and all that. We have smaller companies that piggyback off of the lines of the three big ones so they're still getting the money and when bell or rogers or Telus increases their phone services the smaller companies all uh, prices the smaller companies increase them at, at, at the same time because mm -hmm. they have to make up for that cost that's how they control a huge chunk of that mobile market back to yeah. you yeah what thank you sir this is actually where I throw it to wine, mom, because as I was, we were throwing, me and Raza were sitting there complaining about the monopoly that these guys carry, and you brought up an important pop culture fact. Can you, can you throw it at me? Oh, now it's gone. I forgot it, because you said it that way. It's <laughs> Oh, the thing. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. but what I was, what I was thinking to say is, like, the monopoly of these three big companies is kind of a fairly new thing, because... When cell phones first came out, mm -hmm. it was Rogers, Bell, and Telus. Yes. And then in like the mid to late 2000s, I guess like 2010s or whatever we're calling them because we're in 2020. I don't know. Like, tw like 2006 to 2015, let's say. There was a period of time when it was like a bunch of small companies that were standalone. They weren't owned by other businesses. They shared the same bandwidth i think or the whatever that they use to create communication but they were still standalone companies and that's like when i was in high school i was with mobilicity and so that was like the brand new company that you could get the cheapest plan and i remember at that time my phone plan for unlimited everything because that was when unlimited was like the thing that everyone was crazy for because um, it had first come out at that time it was something like $30 a month for me to have unlimited everything. And then they moved company. So they got bought out by Chatter. And then with Chatter, my yeah. bill went up to like $40 a month unlimited everything with limitations. And then now Chatter is owned by Rogers. And so what I'm noticing from these big companies is what they do now is they're buying companies like Mobilicity and Chatter, mm -hmm. right? And because Chatter bought Mobilicity and then Rogers bought Chatter. So, so when they do that, what they do is they they start taking all of their clients. Like, so I'm grandfathered yeah. in my contract. My bill is relatively low because I'm grandfathered. I've been with them for almost 20 years. So mm -hmm. um, I'm lucky with my plan. But because of that, they constantly, like Rogers is constantly emailing me, texting me, calling me trying to get me to switch to a Rogers plan that is like $10, $15 more than what I pay monthly for like yeah. not even as good yeah. of a deal of what I'm getting now. Yeah. So what you're not wrong about is like, and it's really cool. 
And 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 to add that context, because it was like I think it was Stephen Harper's early years that that actually shifted. When when yeah. Mobilicity started, they were able to access the market not through a third party. Right. But when this chatter and stuff started buying all these brands, that yeah. was when the law was shifted back to put more power and control into the hands exactly. of Rogers and Bell and stuff. So that's why, yeah. because you're totally right, because they started buying the other companies so that they can absorb them into their contracts. And you're doing right. the wise thing by like, yeah, heads up to the podcast listeners out there is like, yeah, if you're grandfathered in on a contract, make sure you hold on to that thing for dear life because they got to honor Literally it. hold it. Literally hold okay, it. Okay, so I have a story to tell you on that. We thought we were grandfathered in um, mm. uh, at Bell. Uh, and then, like, they, every two, every three or two months, they would no not months two one or two years they would increase the price slowly yeah the point where we're, we were paying about six hundred dollars uh, every month for everything what? including internet and tv and and phone Damn. and stuff like that so we we cut out the only thing that we're doing through bell is the internet and, and that's it a tv yeah. is is we don't even have tv anymore well because um but and, and oh sorry yeah go, go, go. no go ahead uh but, but the last point uh and then f we switched our phone services to kudo which is still talus but it's we're kind of but it's different different yeah, yeah. see yeah. the thing for me is i feel like phone plans i feel like a lot of people think phone plans are the big issue i don't really think phone plans are that much of an issue because you can still get a really good phone plan for around 40 dollars a month like you, you can, if you're willing to like fight with them a little bit, barter, mm -hmm. come with your own cell phone, like your, your yes. own outright own cell phone. Cause this is the thing. This is a very big thing. I feel like we don't tell people in our generation enough. You're getting scammed when you, when you sign a contract with a brand new cell phone, you're getting scammed. I don't care what anyone yeah. tells you. You're getting I'm, scammed. Uh... You're it getting scammed on, because it depends at the on end, it. No, why Bailey, do you think? Because, why do you think? Because I'm, I'm trying to tell you that yeah. the reason I think that is because depending on the person, right? When you've had the phone for a long period of time, you end up paying more for the phone than if you had bought it outright. So for me, my inst in my instance, right? What I do is every time I buy a new phone, I buy it from some dumb idiot that's paid full price for it somewhere else. So I usually buy a model, a model a year behind. And then I can go to any company and I'm only going to right away, I'm going to pay $40 a month. And sometimes even they'll give you half off your first month. So then you're $20 with your phone that you've already outright bought and owned. So you don't have to pay on top of it for your phone. It's the same thing when you get into arguments like with cars, when people are like leasing versus um, renting versus owning and all of that stuff. It's like it's it's almost always better to outright own it. And I like for me personally, I think like w especially with cell phones, because that makes your plan cheaper when you already own the phone. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've done some while you 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 guys were talking. I'm, I was doing some comparisons here, and so in context to what we have to deal with in Canada, Verizon uh, in the states is offering the basic package, which is for a family plan for four people with unlimited data and it seems to be unlimited text or calling and blah, blah, for $35 a yeah. month. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, right. Telus yeah. is offering the exact same pl- well, uh, the exact same plan, uh, but I think it's less in there. Like calling ha- ha- has minutes for sixty five dollars a-, a month. Yeah. Canadian. So, uh, Americans are paying $44 Canadian at that basic package and they're still saving money. Okay, but so this is what I wanted to say to continue on with the phone thing, right? So, so I've explained to you why I think owning a phone is better. Plus, also, let's just say buying phones from somebody else on like Facebook Marketplace or something, you're helping the environment. That's another big thing. It's like, why not buy somebody else's phone they had for six months? Like, why not? My phone that I have now, the guy bought it. He had it for three months and didn't like it. The phone is basically, it's, it's literally brand new. Like, he, you said he bought it. He didn't like it. He held on to it for three months and then resold it to me for almost half the price of what he paid for it. Perfect. I even talked him down and got it for cheaper than he was offering it for. So... That's why I'm saying, like, it's worth it in that sense if you're trying to be better for the economy and you're also trying to save your own pocket. Because phones are good for two to five years. Like, let's be real. People need to stop saying that you need to change them so often. Anyways, but that's my own personal vendetta with cell phones. It's good to say that cars, uh, phones are like cars. They depreciate in value exceptionally quick and you have no idea what the next model coming out is going to look like to make it obsolete. Exactly. Yes, you're right. If you buy new, if you lease. Yeah. Yeah, Anyways, so that's that's, that's the thing with phones, right? But I feel like phones aren't even the bigger problem because with phones, you you could shop it like that by coming to a company with your own phone because they'll always say to you, well, do you have your own cell phone? And I'm always like, yup, so it can be cheaper. But... Mm -hmm. The bigger issue is internet. The bigger issue is always internet because when you have internet, especially now with the pandemic, everybody's at home. So for where, for a long time, you could get by using a really short bandwidth on your internet. Like your internet didn't have to be good because you just needed it to like maybe stream some Netflix when you were home mm-hmm. and be on the Wi-Fi with your cell phone. But now most people are trying to be content creators, they're working from home. You have multiple work people working from home. Maybe your kid wants to be a streamer. You're also trying to watch Netflix. Your home security system relies on the internet. Like all these things are relying on internet. So internet now is just getting more and more expensive. And mm-hmm. so many people I know are paying like two, three hundred dollars a month for their internet. And I'm just like, why? Yeah. So how like, like, is it just yeah. fi- like that's yeah. So that's robbery. She- yeah, because like it happens like yeah, like when like the same thing when these of uh, companies have the sort of uh, this hold on the market, they're able to see oh mm-hmm. they're gonna be home so so much more like for excuse me is it they're gonna have they're gonna be home for longer? Let's jack up the price because then they're gonna be you using more internet and they're gonna justify it because if we're gonna be using more internet. You have to pay more. That's how they justified. But yes. if if you look at other countries, like my country and like my home, well, not my country, but my my Pakistan. <laughs> but uh, that uh, they have kind of more affordable plans, and their population was also inside. And the reason why I use it as an example is because nobody had to starve as much, yeah. uh, like 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 using those plans, but. Those are a, right. a different issue there. And also, if you're any kind of business owner, 
Like <laughs> you're spending ridiculous amounts on your internet because this is a thing. This is a secret. This is a secret thing that I feel like not a lot of people, you guys are going to be like, yeah, we already know this. Duh. But like a lot of people actually don't know this. And I didn't mm. learn this until a few years ago. Um, is like when you have your internet, you actually have two type, like two sets of internet. Which, like, we learned this when we were in the studio last time. Bailey was like, oh, I'm going to put you guys on this this part of the internet, and I'm going to use this part of the internet for streaming. So it's like you technically have two – what is it? How does it How does it work, well, Bailey? Well, there are. Because like, have... this is are... like a secret that people don't know no, in their it, homes. It's like you have to buy a router. It depends on what type of router you have. Right. Certain routers yeah. can yes. create multiple. Is it dual bands? Yes. I think so something like that. So it can, like, create yeah. multiple of them. Now but you are technically most... correct. There are two different gigahertz of internet. Yeah. So when people are selecting right. their internet packages, yeah, they're not. A lot of like average Joes don't acknowledge the actual like gigahertz rate that they're purchasing. Right. They're gonna pay the hundred dollars mm. package because it says two hundred gigabytes, but they have no yes. idea that they just bought slow <laughs> fucking internet. Okay, so this right. is what I'm trying to say: is what a lot of people don't optimize their internet service properly. So, like, mm -hmm. when I was working in the salon before, um, all the internet was all on, like, everyone was all using, all the clients were using the same um, bandwidth as the front desk, like, system operations was using. And I would say to him, like, why is the internet so slow? It's ridiculously slow. You, you pay all this money for the internet, and it's like, we have a good plan. I don't understand. And so finally, when I called them, they were like, oh, okay, well, you have a business. So, like, we'll tell you the secret about, like, the two separate internet. So, like, you can give the slower portion of internet to your clients for the Wi-Fi on their phones because, like, who fucking cares? And then you have the stronger internet for your actual business. So it's like, these mm -hmm. are things that, like, if people knew that in their homes, like, people who like to stream from home, like you want to yeah. be, you, if you're a streamer, you want to be on the stronger internet. You want to give the slow yeah. internet to your people so, who so are like yeah. streaming Netflix or using their cell phones. It's also so ready... infrastructure too. Sorry. Yeah. Hmm. No, because I was going to go off about infrastructure. So you start and I'm going to go deep nerd about it. That's literally, I was just going to say, That's all he our has. Infrastructure, infrastructure is so old. It's, it's old. Like, 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 like you look at like, like, like South Korea and places like yeah. Japan who actually have crazy internet, newer internet cheaper ever if internet because they're constantly updating us for some reason the we just want to it's going back well, like coffers of bell that's exactly so then that's the the argument this is where i know you're the leftist but this is where a capitalist conservative would say well that's why the free market is better because if we only have those three people then bell's only going to do as much work as they need to maintain them and they have absolutely no incentive to improve them because everyone has to buy off them right exactly yeah so that's, that's the, the issue with the market so then arguably we'd want to open it up but wine mom you'd get this but i'm not sure if you know this right okay so the part that they don't tell you right is they give you internet right mm -hmm. but just like there's mm -hmm. a server right like every like your neighborhood it's not like it all individually goes back to rogers they have to send all of your neighborhood's internet back to a single hub yes right? Yes. So what what they don't tell you, they'll sell you whatever gigahertz internet because that's how much that's how fast it is going to that hub, but yes. they won't tell you how many people are, are collected to the same. It's called a node. So yes. your internet could be connected with five other Twitch streamers 
and then yes. your bit right is going to go down the toilet. And the thing is, because mm -hmm. of what I just said, since the one company is responsible, they're not going to change it or admit what is there because they don't have to because they're the only ones doing it. So yeah, that's see, how the fuckery happens. Well, see, I know about this. I know about the node because, okay, so where I where I live, I live in an apartment building in, in a complex, right? So here, when you, when you live in a place of, of like a... I guess my grandmother always, or my, sorry, my mother always uses the term of like people who are in the business of renting when you rent from like, not from a landlord, right? Um, usually you can get like a benefit when you move in. So like my building, we all have Rogers boxes through Rogers. And then yeah. there's some sort of like internet that they're talking about bundling. Like basically it's like a bundle for everybody that's like really cheap to like have cable. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we have like a, like Bailey was saying, like a node or whatever, we have one in the building. So every time somebody gets internet from a different company. So like, because I, my internet's with Fido, which is with Rogers. Yeah. So because of that, I didn't have to, but if it's somebody from bell, bell has to come here and install your internet into the node thing you were just talking about so we have like a box in our underground mm -hmm. that they're like okay this person's getting it we have to come in and connect it from this way before we give them the router so that's how i know about that because we have mm -hmm. a whole bunch of different companies that are basically like competing to use the one I guess yeah. hub space in the building. And so yeah. what I notice is like when that happens, it offsets other things. So like when um, there was a period of time where there was a small internet company that was very cheap and everybody was switching to that internet company. And mm -hmm. at that time it was an individual internet company. It wasn't owned by any of the big giants mm -hmm. and they came in and installed their thing into the building and then suddenly everybody in the in the building was complaining that that their Rogers was was not working. Yeah. Cuz that's cause because then that's they it. started yeah. to compete. It's cuz they're yeah. all accessing it. No, it's cuz Rogers owns it and then Rogers yeah. sells them a portion of the total bandwidth running through yes. that box. But mm -hmm. then Rogers doesn't tell you that that means they took x amount out of your whole building's right. bandwidth to give them that pathing. So then right. the more companies you put on, the closer and more it gets chipped down, right? Exactly. So that's the issue with one company owning it. Because then otherwise, if they were competing, then Fido would be running in there and they want to install their own one. And then they'll blah, blah, blah. And then they can just, they would yeah. all be trying to build better internet infrastructure. But instead, exactly. we have this sad, poor system that we have. So to please, right. please, please, members of our fandom... I want to bring up the pop culture one, which was Ryan Reynolds, right? Our Canadian hero. All praise be to thee. This man's, he he bought into a company called Mint, right? And he's trying to bring it to Canada, which is like a good actual example. If you want to do a Google of how to like counteract this, right? Like the, if you want to open up the market, you want to open it up to another competitor so that they could like purchase stuff. Raza, did you read anything about Mint? Because I don't know too much about it. It's like extremely cheap. It's like starts at fifteen dollars a month. Yeah, that's, that's cool. What the? Well, because this USB. is a, Yeah. Well, because this is this is a thing, right? Um, 
on TikTok recently, I know I always reference TikTok, but on TikTok recently, I've come across this guy on there who's currently homeless in Toronto. Mm -hmm. And he has an iPhone, which he pays a plan for to have. And he has Mm -hmm. a TikTok account and he posts TikToks. And people were like, oh, like if if you're homeless and you don't have any money, like how do you have a cell phone and you're paying for a cell phone and like, oh, you choose to live this way and he was like no you literally like in this world if you have nothing else you need a cell phone because you need to be able to contact people you need in case of emergencies you need it for travel you need it for paying for buses you need it in order to find job interviews to go to job interviews you literally like your your choices have a cell phone or be disconnected from the world and already being homeless you're already severely disconnected. So no, bro, having there's, that there's, cell phone connects you. There ain't no motherfucking payphones no more. They're right. If exactly. you there's no way to use a public telephone. So you need no. it. Yeah. It's crazy. You need it's a it. massive technology. That's why and it's basically Bell, like clothing. Bell, now. Pretty, yeah, Bell was I am pretty sure I read somewhere Bell was in chart because all the payphones are Yeah. Were Bell. Yeah. yeah. So they were able to be like, why don't we just do this? And then at the same time, they're like, oh, let's help the depressed people. Bro, that was, the letter, that was taking literally... away payphones was the biggest mistake of our generation. That was an issue this winter with the unhoused population. That that because the numbers to get into the shelter for Toronto to get into the COVID safety shelters were 24-hour telephone lines. But if you don't own a yeah. cell phone, how the fuck are you calling a 24-hour cell phone Exactly. Line? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I think it's also like people don't understand that like it's because freedom, of cell phones. <laughs> right. But I think like this, this is the thing. Cell phone companies are so shady with how they explain how their companies work, right? Because yeah. Originally, when cell phones first were a thing, right? Like mm-hmm. you had the old school brick phones or the flip phones. When they mm-hmm. first came out, the only way you could use a phone was with a pay card. So you would go mm-hmm. to the corner store or to the company or, or wherever, and you would buy your top-up card. And that would be like your 600 text messages and then like your 20 minutes of phone call, right? You would go yeah. and you would pay for that. Nowadays, people think, okay, you can only have a plan. No, you can actually still go and buy top-up cards. So a lot of these people that are homeless and have cell phones, sometimes they're not paying for actual plans. They're still using top-up formats. So it's like yeah, people need to, like, shut up and stop assuming things. Because, like, for me, like, when I seen his co- – when I saw him with a cell phone <laughs> – I did not even think twice about how he was paying for it, why he has it, yeah. if he has money for his cell phone, why he doesn't have money for anything else. Because if you have anything, it's at least a form of communication, especially no, you're, because you're right. of the way that I feel. Right. Especially because of the way that I feel with the true crime community. Everybody should have a cell phone, even if it doesn't work, yeah. because it'll always connect to 911. Everybody should have a cell phone. In in Pakistan, the yeah. even the like the like the you know the the poor people have uh cell phones because it's so yes. affordable uh, everybody in in that country has a cell phone it, it's, <laughs> even, it's, it's not even this it, it's a flip phone or something like yeah. it's yeah. people have a, a way to tell everywhere to communicate I travel. In them. 
at least Bro, africa i yeah. was in africa and you're talking about those cards you're in africa you can buy those cards at the stall on the side of the road you know what i'm saying yeah. and it's like Fifty it's cents so of their dollars, too. not even my money. Yeah. Like they can affordably just buy the fucking card. They don't have to lock into contracts, like you said. They just buy a phone and they buy one of these cards and punch in a number, and the phone works. That's how simple this shit is. You don't have to lock in a so, predatory contract. The biggest. Yeah, sorry, sorry, I'm baby. done. I'm done. I'm done ranting. <laughs> the biggest move. Which was it? It kind of, like I do. I do think it was. I don't know how many people feel about it, but the CRTC got involved with this, which is our body that governs the 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 telecommunications company. Mm -hmm. Am I saying that right, Bailey? Yeah, it's the yeah yeah the CRTC, the Canada Radio okay. and Telecommunications Council. I think they yeah they set the rules what get broad what gets broadcasted on the radio on tv mm -hmm. whatever the fuck so um the the uh the with the removal of three-year phone plans that was apparently a pretty big move mm -hmm. to two-year phone plans um <laughs> which studies have found that that doesn't really change anything it just charges <laughs> up more and stuff so it, initially it was good but then after a while CRTC stopped paying attention and companies started to raise prices back to normal again. Uh, that happened. So I think um, if this Mint Mobile comes into Canada, it's going to be heavily scrutinized. Um, Bell is going to cry about it, which they... Okay, so last year, last year, I think last year or two years ago, it was either Verizon or AT&T that wanted to expand into Canada. And yeah. that was a big no-no. Yeah, they wouldn't uh, let them. Uh, yeah, that was, was a big no-no. It was Verizon. Verizon, yeah. And that was a big no-no. Bell said, it's going to it's gonna ruin our, 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 our marketplace. Which We're is like, so no, weird because they, no, let, no, Fido, they let Fido. They let Fido come and Fido's American. It was American what, first. Was it? Well, yeah, 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 because they thought they were a tiny fish, and then it was because yeah. Rogers already had a percentage of them, so they were like, "All right, yeah. you can you can come come in, you twats," because we already got Rogers under our thumb. Bell literally sits there; they're sitting there like, "Oh, well, we built the lines, well, we invented the telephone, so <laughs> you know. we get to charge everybody for it." Uh, like, that's the thing is like because maybe it was just the way that. Because nowadays kids like having a cell phone, especially like the newest cell phone, is a is a right and not a privilege, right? And mm. for me, having a cell phone was a privilege. I remember having a cell phone at my first job, having a cell phone, and like I couldn't like I was it was my first job, so I I didn't have enough money to like have a plan, so I would like buy enough card so that I could talk to whoever. And I remember taking my lunch break and walking across to the Walmart and calling my grandmother on the payphone. Like oh. that's what I did. And it's like yeah. the so the reason why I was even with Mobilicity in the first place is because at that time you had a monthly bill. So like every month your phone plan would say it's it's $30 every month for your phone plan. But let's say this month you don't have the money to pay for the phone plan. So instead, they would just cut your phone off and you wouldn't acquire any debt and there would be no interest. It would just be like, you can't pay this month, so you don't have a phone this month. 
Yeah. Right. So what happened so, is those 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 contracts slowly disappeared as the companies became no, more predatory. No, no, I still have that agreement with my company because <laughs> yeah. you're right. It's 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 because, really it's hard yeah. to have it anymore. I have it because I'm grandfathered in. So every time when I like for me personally, every time I get a call from like Rogers or Bell trying to switch me over, the first yeah. thing I say to them is if I don't have my money to pay for my phone bill come mm. the you know 16th of the month are you guys going to keep adding to that bill or are you going to cut the phone off so that until i can pay it i don't have a cell phone and they're like oh no we keep the cell phone on and we just uh, you know acquire the charge we just yes. add it on and it's like no that's so predatory and yeah. gross and that's why it's bad to have them having such a control over the market, right? right? Because they're able to manipulate the contracts to a point that you're you're stuck, right? Like you, as you said, you can't get a deal like that anymore. So that is mm -hmm. because of them just slowly being able to choke hold the market year after year until you're stuck like you, in a position that you there. have either a new contract that's going to get you out of this, or you have to sit there and argue on the phone. Which one do you want more? Well, there are still companies that offer that. Like Freedom does it, Mobilicity mm, does it. Yeah, yeah. Fido Kudo used to do it, it, doesn't do it anymore. Kudo like, does it. Yeah. But it's like that's the that's how you should do phones. Because you know, of course, with for security reasons, you want the phone to like the, continue working the... if you can't pay for it. But you can always you can always use nine one one on a yeah. That's the thing. And, well, and that's, that's why, I, but that's why I think taking away payphones was a big fuck up because for free. that reason. Now on the free, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, can I just say I was looking into Mint Mobile and the reason yeah. why it's a nightmare for Bell and all those companies coming in because it offers uh pre plans that are either three months, six months, or twelve months. Right, so the more plans or the more months you pay up front, uh, the less your bill will be. So for a uh, a three, so for a three month plan is forty dollars, and for six months is thirty five dollars, and for twelve months it's thirty dollars. That's cool. Wow, that's good. Yeah. I like that. That's yeah. awesome. Fuck yeah, Ryan then, Reynolds. Of course, of course, you 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 can choose your your data amount. So those it uh that fits you. What it said. I'm reading off the site. And thank you, you, Ryan um, Reynolds. And what it it and then to feed one to jump on one mom's site, you can bring in your own phone, and the and those prices are dropped down even more based on your phone. I think. See so, yeah. and. That's the thing is like how many people have old cell phones? Yeah. It's like yeah. so for me, I because I always buy secondhand, every time mm. I buy a new phone, I keep my old phone. I do that for I do that for one specific reason, which is my grandmother, mm. because she will never upgrade her phone. So every time I buy a new phone, I force her mm. to upgrade. And then I keep her old phone. Because you never know when someone's going to break a phone, lose a phone, or, you know, a young person wants to have a phone or you need a backup phone for something, you know, yeah. whatever the case may be. So that's why like, I, yeah. I buy secondhand. I just think it's, I just think it's better. It's so much better. I gave my mom my old, like, just like the phone I was just using before yeah. I got this one. 
there's nothing wrong that works fine it just mm-hmm. it isn't like like supported by samsung and and anymore yeah. and she still you uses it works fine yeah it, it's quicker like her her old phone it was came out in 2013 so it, it made sense but uh it just yeah i that's how i it works i was just like have an old phone yeah i wanted a better camera so i bought a newer phone my grandmother doesn't need a better camera so i gave her my old one and i I remember what you're complaining about back in the day too when mom because i went through so many flip phones like as a a kid who was skateboarding and always fucking around bro i snapped so many of those little teeny dinky things in half like oh my god i probably went through five of them the messed up part like okay until like you're seeing breaking shit like when I would get my phones initially, I would always pay for the insurance, right? But then mm-hmm. apparently, after two, it's done, right? Yeah. And, and then you have to, <laughs> to, to to do like the the actual phone cost. So then every time I would do that, I was like, I'm just gonna get a new phone at that point. So uh, it's yeah. just like, yeah, these companies are making it sort of like harder for yeah. us to. That's, that's why. Like I do think the smaller companies are going to become a little bit overset, like over bloated because yeah. the people people think they're um, yeah yeah because they don't company, know how it like, actually works yet. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. kudos at least yeah. Why mom, you're aware here how it all the fucking yeah. trickery happens. Yeah, ninety yeah. percent of people ain't. Yeah. Well, right? this is the thing, and that's that's why I wanted to make a point of saying it because you know whoever's going to watch this later, like you're going to think twice now about your phones and how you buy things and do things. It's like, even like Canadians. Yes. It's like one of my, one of the people that I work with right now, she just got her license. So she's trying to get a car. And I said to her, what is your budget for your car? Her budget is ridiculously high. I'm like, girl, buy a secondhand car for really cheap. Take the rest of the money to pay your insurance for the year easy then you're set you have a car that's yours you own it and you have a year worth of insurance paid off and then Mm -hmm. you can save up money you want to buy a new car you want to lease later on maybe you think different deal with it at that time but for now to get yourself on the road you're good you're gravy you can cover a whole year just with your with what you want to pay for a car Mm -hmm. but my boss is like no you gotta lease it's the better deal and i'm like no it's not because you end up paying more for the car at the end of the lease, then if you just buy yourself, listen, you can buy an old car for under $3,000, okay? Why would you go and lease a $20,000 car? Why? Oh, uh, because I really want that Mercedes one. No. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. I'm really just trying no. to flex on the t- on the TikTok so, here, bro. I need I need to make thing. a quick come up. So, flash, don't, you know? so stream. Don't listen to that liberal BS. You're gonna go out and buy a twenty five thousand dollar caddy. All no, right? you're not. Consume. <laughs> Consume. <laughs> no, but even still, like I say this as somebody who. I have full intent of buying a newer car within mm-hmm. the next couple of years. But I knew my first car, I was like, I want old, I want cheap, and I want good enough to get me where I need to go for the next yeah. couple of years. Yeah. Especially when you first start driving, like, 
chill out, bro. You're you're going to stress yourself out so much. It's like my grandmother, my grandmother always says she purposely all of her cars, she's always bought them well well secondhand. Like she buy, buys old cars. And she's like, when I'm in the parking lot and somebody rolls up next to my car and they swing their door open and they ding the side of my door, I don't care. But that guy in the Lexus across from me, when somebody swings open their door and bumps his, his new 2020 Lexus, he's going to care a lot. And it's like, yeah. you're right. I don't want that stress. Thank you. All right. Fair, um, fair. Valid. Um, valid. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Unless you're a GDM guy who's into those type of cars, yeah, your whole goal should, yeah. should be looking at if the car can get you to point A to point B at the fastest possible. I mean, okay, I respect that people have niches, right? Like, I'm yeah. not going to say, I'm not going to go to Bailey and be like, buy an old camera, Bailey, because that's so much more financially reasonable. No, Bailey's mm -hmm. in the business of, of photography. He loves cameras. Like, that's his bag. Obviously, he's going to buy himself a good new model with all the features and the things and the bells and the whistles. I'm not... I am not a mechanic. I am not a great car racer. I'm I'm not a 24/7 driver. I don't need the newest car available. I just don't. But am I going to buy myself maybe like something else that I care about like an updated version of? Yeah, sure. Yeah. But it's Unlike, like you don't need to yeah. have the newest but you, the, my point is you don't have to have the newest best of every single thing. Pick a niche, really, so, if you must. But when we're relating it back to the plans, though, to yeah. contrast, right? Someone like you know? Raza, Raza pulls the the brown man family hustle, which is kind of how you have to win in the phone plan game in Canada. You gotta like mm -hmm. you, constantly the call them. Yeah, you gotta constantly yeah. be like, "Yo, what's good? I need a better. You gotta give me better shit. You suck." Like, we've been here for twelve years. Love you. We invited you We're to cook leave. out everything and shit. That yeah, like, yeah. and they're like, "No, sir, we can't." Oh, okay, because I don't want to say this on stream, but I, and I won't say it on stream. <laughs> well, <Sam>. it's so. <laughs> the, the if you don't, I'm. Well, I'll keep talking. I'll keep talking. Are you gonna let it rip? Okay. Um, because that's that's the bad thing. Because the come combine that shit, right? You're talking about why, mom? You're getting screwed over. You gotta do this, and you gotta buy the newest phone, right? If you're not willing to invest the time personally to nag them and be like, yo, give me this. I need that. Yeah. I need that. It, yeah. The market is not tailored towards the consumer. So even if you're like a leftist, like liberal hippy dippy, that's still not like you still want a free market in this case because you want to be able to have the opportunity to have the consumer as the priority. That's why yeah. it's kind of fucky right now because they're able to like sit there and be like, nope, you know what? This is what it is. You got to deal with it. And please buy the iPhone 12 or else you're a plebeian. Well, also, keep in mind, when you are looking for a phone plan and phone deals, don't be afraid to, like, ask them, can you do something better? Is there a better deal? That's or how ask we cut them, our deal. Literally. Yeah, or ask them to explain the deal better. Or say things like, oh, do you guys have, like, a, a $5 off for the next six months if I do this? Mm. Ask them. Because mm. these sales representatives... Maybe you don't know this, but they yeah. have this little thing called liberty to give out discounts where they see fit. 
So if they're trying to make a sale, just ask. It literally does not hurt to ask. They say no, you say, okay, great, thanks. I'll try Rogers or I'll try Bell. How many how many times do you ask to speak to the manager? How many times never. does that move? Can you no? No, never. You, do you never, never ask talk for the, to the supervisor? You never ask for the manager because the the a quote unquote lower level employee can do almost the same amount as a manager. The only time you want to the only time you want to escalate if it's if it's a financial like you're already with them and it's a financial issue on your bill, like let's say they charge you a surplus charge or an extra charge for something that you don't feel like you should pay escalate it to a manager but if you're trying to get deals usually a sales rep can can work around and give you something you don't have to escalate it to a manager because they they all have some they all have an allowance of like how far they can go and what they can do to like get a sale yeah uh yeah that's like so we have done that both as a new customer and as an old customer to get Mm -hmm. the well not me my dad and it works (laughs) Eight out of ten times, because yeah. what Wine Mom says. Either way, you you're still gonna get that discount. But like, if, but for some reason, for us, it's the manager who's pushing. Like, who says, "Fine, we'll give you the discount." The the, the store a representative doesn't even understand that he he can give us a discount because he, yeah. especially at Bell, I, I I don't think at Bell they make it explicitly aware. But like, you can you have that authority. Yeah. Um, so also, really also remember the people that you're like talking to, especially like on the phone and stuff. They're the same. They are you. Okay. So like, if you're nice, they're gonna do nice things for you. Like when I got my internet plan, me and the guy who helped me get my internet, we're bros. I call him if I got a problem. I call him. I don't call. <laughs> I don't call their service line or whatever. I call him, and he's like, "All right, let's discount this," because here's the thing. We're friends now. He knows me because I'm calling all the time. And he's like, okay, I can trust that you're telling me the truth. I'll throw her a little discount. Also, I annoy him. So he's more likely to give me a discount. So I'll leave him alone. It works. You're a rare type of individual. And I believe there's more of you. I believe there's more of you. The only other person I know who has that experience is Fran. Shout out, Fran. Because she's sitting there. And it's good. I, it's good because she's an old lady, so it's wholesome. As we're sitting here bitching about yeah. all these big three, but Telus, she's got, she's got two dudes. She can call it Telus, and they show up and they just do whatever. Because clearly, she has no idea what's going on. It's just no idea. It's... Like you want me to touch a box, it ain't happening. So yeah. somehow, by the fluke of God, there's two mans who actually care about their job in that company. Well, because <laughs> it pays to be nice. It really does. Mm-hmm. Because think of it this way. It's like if you go to the same coffee shop day. I know I'm like derailing. We're not talking about phones anymore. <laughs> but I'm saying this is how you – this. I'm, t- I'm going to tell you right now. This is, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm telling you this is my mom's secret that I learned from her. This is a very right, special us. important secret. Bless yeah. us. You can get so much shit by being mm-hmm. nice. Okay. When I go shop, my mom goes and shops at the same places all the time. She literally goes to the same stores with the same associates on a regular basis. And when my mom goes into those stores, those sales associates are literally fighting with each other to give her discounts. They're like, how do we give you free items? Love you. But you know why? Because she goes in there and she says, hi, how are you? How are things? How's school? How's your life? And actually engages with people and is kind to people. 
my mom is running around this city with things that she should not have gotten for as cheap as she has gotten them okay and that's how you do it yeah no i i that's 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 a lucky thing to Uh to have my dad because he also (laughs) works in the service in industry he's the polar opposite of that polar fucking opposite of that um (laughs) When we're on the phone, the reason why I'm afraid to give him the phone for any customer service because ten minute or three minutes in, he's already yelling at the yeah. at the poor. Uh, but he tells me after he hangs up with them, he's just like, "These people are paid to bullshit you, all right? Yeah. They're they're paid yeah. to swindle you, <laughs> unless you you unless you force their hand, unless you 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 say, hey, yeah. you messed up. You like so like nine times out of ten. I used to think that my dad is kind of like mean to service people, but I still do. I still do. And he's getting better. He's getting chill about it now. Thank God. After like 15 <laughs> years. Uh, but um, he does have a point where like, uh, if you're too nice, not to say that your your mom or grandma is too nice, they're going to look at that and be like, we can squeeze them out of it. Yeah. Yeah. But like, so that's where... I think, you, I think I'm, you're right. It's situational. Yeah, but if it is, yeah, it's, it's, it's situational. So that's yeah. why my dad is like a hard ass. Like he spent literally in high school two whole days talking with Apple to get my, full, uh, my iPod fixed because it was still under warranty. And there, wow. and that's, I was just like, okay, that's, I kind of see where my, my dad is coming from. Now. I mean, I'm not going to lie. That, that, yeah, I do have a, no, I was just going to say, like, I'm not going to lie. I do have a friend that like, mm. if I don't want to call, like, okay, calling a call center is different than like your local Tim Hortons you go to every day. Right. So when you like for a call center, I low key have a friend that like I give them all my information. I'm like, can you just call for me, please? Because I can't do it. I can't. I can't be cruel, and she will. She can do it. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I try to employ a balance. I try to employ a good middle ground of stern, but also be like, look, I get it. You're just the messenger, but I ain't doing yeah. it. I'm just not doing mm-hmm. it. And yeah. they're like, well, sir, you know well, what about this? It's like, n- no, and I'm not mad at you, but just no. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, and, and you, you, and like, on top of that, after, like, after the whole Huff and Puff was done with my dad, he asked them what their name is, and he gives them names, like, you've been extremely, like, patient with me, and I apologize. He always yeah. forgives at the end, always forgives, and it's like, <laughs> Then yeah. I don't get the I don't I don't get the tactic that but uh it's just I I think it like yeah I do like I I'm like that why mom I'm extremely nice to yeah. to customer service reps my sister she's just like she's weird uh uh she's nice but with a hint of like what the fuck right that's, so that's my <laughs> grandmother. That's my grandmother. Then, yeah, she's just like, cause like she called, she called up Starbucks and they screwed up her order and she called, she called up Starbucks and like, so so, I was just like, you yeah. handle that very well, better than I could have, um, or anybody else in the household. So, like people have their own ways of approaching this. Uh, I'm very jealous of your mom and very jealous of your grandma to get all those things mm-hmm. out of like, but like, yeah. Well, it's like. If you ask, if you ask anybody, okay, so like 
Panda comes with me on a regular basis to like drive-throughs. And I every time I go to a drive-through, I always say like good morning or hi, how are you? Like mm-hmm. I, yeah. I always try to like engage them, right? And almost every time I get something for almost every time. Ooh. Oh yeah. Just nice. by just by saying how are you. So like the Tim Hortons by my house, I have become friends with the the guy that's there usually at nighttime. And so I'll come to get a coffee or like I'll go thing for my for my grandmother he knows my whole family he knows my whole family now (laughs) but like every time i go there if it's in the evening time i get like a whole bunch of donuts that i didn't didn't pay for they don't want that i didn't ask for them because they know that they can throw them out or take them home and so that instead he gives them to me and i'm like all right that's bad for my diet but thank you yeah, yo, you always it. gotta treat your coffee people right. I feel you there. Well, first of all, I was that guy. I've been, I've been the guy. At the end of the night, you treat me nice. Yeah. I'm gonna come up to your shop like here's a bunch of fucking food. Exactly. But like, I will take you home with you. Take me home with you. Yeah. Yeah. you talk about <laughs> Toronto stuff is much needed. If you're if you're in the city, treat the coffee folk nice because you may be a bitch in the morning without your caffeine, but they just dealt with 15 bitches right before you. So if you mm-hmm. smile and give them a little wink. That it's gonna make their day, and then, especially if well, you're as attractive as Raza. Yeah, like the, 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 <laughs> Starbucks, the Starbucks by my salon, they would see me walking across the parking lot and they would make my coffee as I was coming oh, across shit. the parking lot. So I would pay well, and then they would hand it to me because they knew. Yeah, I'm yeah, okay. very my I friend, he works, he worked at he works at KFC. And what I got really like kind of like annoyed by this, he was just, he was just like, next time you order something, ask them how their day was. I'm just like, oh, God, I wasn't being rude. I just just said, here, here's my order. And then at the at the window, I was just like, oh, thank you, blah blah. She asked me how my day was. I was like, it's doing good. God, I don't need to be in the bosom of the customer. Or, you do of these people. But generally speaking. I go, I order my shit, I'm very nice. If it takes them, I like, I see people freak out all the time and I just mm-hmm. stand there and, and and it's my turn. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, thank you, bye. C- continue on, on, on my day, it takes no effort. But there's some motherfuckers who are just like, I want to have a 20 minute long conversation. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yo, yeah. that is Customers, always wild, not, bro. Not, Holy yeah, fuck. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I despise mean, like... that as a server myself. But yo, because yeah. my personal yeah. story right quick is I used to win the best personal favorites because I used to. So I'd work managed on Friday nights. I'd close the coffee shop. I'd close for like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. I would go across the street to the burrito place that's open till 3 a.m. I would give them like 10 coffees because they got to be up all night long. And then... I close the restaurant, I go get hammered. By the time I'm drunk and done, they're going to give me a free burrito because I gave them all the coffee to work all night. Uh-huh. That's how he did it in, in my city. That's literally how he did it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the, tr- it's the truth, though, because I feel, I, feel like, I feel like living in Toronto gives you this weird idea of like very much like customer and service. That's it. And it's like a lot of people that I know treat service reps or like customer service people just like garbage. And like I I literally like I will block and delete your number if you were rude to a service worker when it's unjustified. Like mm-hmm. I don't tolerate that, especially because I worked in a very aggressive form. 
customer service. So like, yeah. it doesn't take that much just to be nice to these people because yeah. we're gonna they're gonna do more for you if you're nicer to them because they're they're people, and it's like mm -hmm. I've had people who have worked as service workers for me like like i said like i went to the same starbucks every single day sometimes three times a day for five years they knew me there and they would tell me you know we can give you literally your entire order for free if we want we can do that but Sounds we're not like gonna do that <laughs> i know yeah they're like but we're, yeah. Not gonna, we're not gonna do that for you if you're rude to us like yeah. we're gonna be more yeah. difficult and make it harder for you and i'm like absolutely yeah. because you know how many times i've had bought available for a difficult client and i just don't give it to them because they're an asshole right sorry yeah, you're, you're right tomorrow. you're right okay so since we are the literal masters of going off the rails i i loved this combo <laughs> but let's bring it back we'll skip i will first do the main apology and say that i messed up the topic here because i i pitched it wrong at the beginning so shout out to everyone who's listening and thank you for your patience because i do that too often now all nine of you yeah all nine of you all nine of you and the listeners <laughs> otherwise but raza so since i introduced hey, the bell let's talk and we just spent however long giving good knowledge on how to navigate these important issues when we're talking about how these companies have control in the canadian market and what you can do about it can you bless us with one last piece of advice and then it's your turn right after that wine mom uh, fuck. Um, the, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, be, be smart about your purchases because the cell phone companies will not anticipate that. Um, if you research what I do all the time, literally before I switched my entire family over to Kudo, I did all the research, I did everything compared between them and two other phone companies. I did everything, did my homework. And then when I went to Kudo, I was like, hey, you can't you can't bend me over a barrel. I looked over the barrel already and it's not big enough to be bent over. So if you come there with a preemptive attack and like armed knowledge, you can swindle or not swindle, but you can get away with a, a pretty sexy discount and plan that otherwise you wouldn't get like yeah. what we got. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, like, that's pretty much it. Do your research, <laughs> but deliver your research with kindness. Okay? Disarm people with kindness. That's how you do it. Put that last point in a star thing. Yeah. Asterix. There you go. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. It has to be optional. No, it's not optional. Be kindness. Deliver it with kindness and you'll get Set so much Set your authority more. and then know who's daddy. And then show. I literally, we got, this is how it happened. We, we negotiated so hard that the, the guy hand delivered the phone to our house. Yeah. <laughs> He needed to know. He was like, "What? Who was I up against? I need to know." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's confirming you. Wasn't there at the store? I, he he showed up like a couple days later and dropped out the at my house. That's well, how you show who's boss. So that's in how other you words, assert your dominance. Yeah. <laughs> so in other words, when you are getting into a situation like this, just send Raza a DM. He'll help you out. Yes, a DM. I will do. I will. I will, he will give do you all the, the work. 
I'm the next. I'm the next cell phone company. Next cell phone company. Oh my god. <laughs> sure, open a negotiation service. That's why y'all you know, open up add on Fiverr and say I'll call the telephone companies for you. Oh my gosh, that's your negotiation yeah, service. Just knock them out. Yeah, basically, basically a personal assistant is what that is. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. I, I okay, so personal assistant, like yeah. Yeah. We're moving on to an Am I the Asshole, where I have to be woke here, and I have to give a content warning about uh, dead I naming. I it as PC as, as I could. No, you're okay, but if you're in the hyper-progressive people, they, they it's dead naming. It's a controversial topic, because that could cause trauma to someone, oh, because okay. they could be reminded of a moment that trigger someone warning. used it purposefully, so trigger okay. warning in that way. Sorry. No, you're right. It's a good. It's a it's good. Go. We're having topical combos. Um, <laughs> you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, I'm just being. I'm covering the bases, fam. I'm covering the bases. You good? You good? So, am I the asshole? Is there a title? Is there a title? I missed the title. Yeah. For accidentally it's... calling my trans friend by the, the their her dead name by her dead name. I have a trans girlfriend that I've known since before knowing she 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 uh, uh, um, transitioned. After she told me, I did my best to call her by her pronouns and her new name right away. But as I knew her as her previous identity over five years, I would slip up. I felt bad for it every time, despite, despite her saying it was okay. Well, her current boyfriend didn't think it was okay. <laughs> Her boyfriend is also trans, and I met him a couple days ago. When we were hanging out, I called out to my friend, accidentally calling her by her dead name. I quickly corrected myself and apologized. She laughed and said it was okay. She told me she was trans about a week and a half ago. After I was about to leave, her boyfriend stopped me and said, I don't know why she continues to be friends with someone so transphobic like you, and you can't ever seem to get her name right. I defended myself, saying I knew her as her dead name and as as who she who she was before for five years, and that I wasn't trying to slip up, but he wouldn't listen and just told me to leave. I did, and now I feel awful. Am I the asshole? No. Ba, ba, ba. So, I, I if I'm I'm, I'm very... gonna go off I'm gonna go off because of my trans partner first and then you can I'm fine with you disagreeing I uh -huh. won't get on a high horse. So okay. Yes, yes, but it is much like the misconception that people have now of you can do a racist act but you are not a racist. You know what I mean? Like you need to embrace mm -hmm. those things. So I think right. it is one of those things in this scenario. I think you you did an asshole thing. But considering they're very understanding and they have the context, so they are not an asshole overall, but they did slip up. So I think it's a difficult situation. It's tough. It, it's not fair that the other that the partner lashed out at them by any means because of that. But you also, in that situation, if you dead name someone, you also shouldn't defend yourself immediately. If you're corrected, you say thank you. And then if you want, you have a combo about it. But if you're immediately on the defensive, then you're making up excuses for a mistake that you acknowledge that was a mistake because otherwise you wouldn't have to make an excuse. Mm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Why, mom? Um, I don't think they're an asshole. I think I think um, it's 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 like it's hard. It's hard. This is hard for me to like to talk about. It's tricky. I don't think. Okay, your all your points are valid. My only argument is that I still don't think that they are an asshole for for that mistake because i feel that in an intimate situation between friends Mm -hmm. where this is a common occurrence and the friend is okay with it and they've had conversations about it and it's fine like it takes time for people to adjust and get used to things and when you have been calling someone something their entire life it's very hard to change that like if you guys like i've known bailey for a long time if you just changed your name i'm i'm it's gonna take it's going to take me forever to, to ever call you by a different name because I put this in perspective of like, okay, this is not the same as a dead name, but I had a situation where um, I had a friend that I had met online. So I knew them by their real name, but I also knew them by their um, IGN or their online name. Right. Mm-hmm. And we hung out together in person and it was mentioned to me that it would be uncomfortable if I used their IGN in a social setting around their friends because their friends wouldn't know what that means or understand or it would be uncomfortable. I said, yeah, sure. Like, mm-hmm. no problem. Literally, first thing I did was call them by their IGN in front of a And I was like, I am garbage person. Yeah. But I've also never known them by any other name than that. I, I had only just started to learn their new name and like, well, their their actual name. And I still to this day, after knowing this person for like almost 10 years now, I still make that slip up. I apologize for it. Yeah. I correct myself. But like Freudian slips happen. And I feel like in the friendship dynamic, if they're OK with it, it's fine. And I understand the partner's position of wanting to like defend their partner and come forward like that. But I also feel that they need to maybe be a little bit more sensitive to the situation and try and have a conversation with their partner first before lashing out at their partner's friend. Yes. Cause I feel I would, like that's uncool. I would in agreement also say that that's a prick move too. I'm very comfortable mm-hmm. saying that publicly. That is, they shouldn't have to lash out in that way because then you're also judging immediately on that one basis because it right. seems like that they've been caring and trying. And if this was right. the one case, it's like, okay, to call them out. But it's like, it's also, you don't need to call them a transphobic fuck right away. You know what I mean? Like, that right. is a bit of a prick of a jump. You can call them out and be stern about it, but, you know. You don't also need to be a dick at the same time. I mean, like, it's something so simple as, like, if they called you by the dead name it, as as the partner, you literally could just say their actual name. So, like, let's say their dead name is Jen, but their actual name that they've chosen is Kristen. So if I was like, oh, Jen, then the partner could be like, Kristen. And I'd be like, yes, Kristen. It, it, like, without embarrassing the person... And making it a bigger deal than it is and just like helping remind them that okay it's a different name like mm-hmm. use the right name you know mm-hmm. um you can do it in a gentler way because i feel like as a partner a new partner and a third party it's a little inappropriate to interject 
in that situation, especially with gender identity and with naming and stuff like that. Like you don't know the full dynamics of that friendship if they have known each other for that long period of a time. I feel like it's mm-hmm. a little bit not your place to jump in like that. Mm-hmm. But again, I also don't know because we're getting a side they're getting the story from right? so we don't know the full yeah. scope of like how often it's happening, if it's done maliciously or not, or what the intent appears like, right? Mm-hmm. Um but again, the one comment you made about like the inherently racist things, if you do something, if you are doing inherently racist things, but you're not racist, but you're still doing racist things and you have to admit that you are racist. It's like, mm-hmm. that's a very harsh comparison when you compare it to something like calling someone a dead name when you've known them as long, you've known them longer because... than they've had a new name, right? Like, I feel like it's a little aggressive to use that terminology. But I understand your comparison. You're still doing a transphobic act, which is okay. You just, it doesn't mean you are transphobic, but you accidentally did a transphobic act. So you kind of got to admit that, right? It's kind of like if I said, hey, Raza, you do, you make curry because you're probably better at it than me, right? I'm not inherently racist, but I just did a racist thing to him. You know what I mean? (laughs) We'll clip that. I mean, <laughs> okay, but so in this instance, Raza, is that something that you would consider a racist thing? Me personally, no, but like I right. do think other people would. So it, it depends on mm-hmm. who you're at. Because I mean, like if somebody said to I, me, you're white, I do so see you where you're at, are better though. at making hot dogs than me, I'd be like, heck yeah. Like for I, 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 I don't see... In that sense, because I mean, like, you're obviously you're gonna go to the source of the person who knows something better. Yeah, but again, I like, see I where you're at. I'm not in a grumpy Bailey stance right now. I do uh, see where uh-huh. you're coming from. I'm oh, not boy. in a grumpy Bailey stance. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, in some situations, we're too easy to make. We're too quick to let's say that we're too quick to take a take a, a blurry line and go. It's black and white. Period. It's either you're this or you're that, and it's like. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you also have to look at the context of that situation. You know, if I went to Raza and I was like, okay, you teach me how to make the samosas because you probably know how to do it better. I, I know I can ask Raza that because he talked about samosas. He knows a lot about samosas. He tells me what places are best to get samosas. His mom this, yeah, makes them on a regular basis. Yeah. I can assume Raza probably knows more about making samosas than I do, right? So it's like in that situation with the friends, like they're going to assume the well-meaning of the friend more than the, you know? No, and this is why I'm not, th- this is why I'm not on a high horse for you here because I totally mm-hmm. agree with you because if you've created, if, if you and the friend have created that relationship, then a little bit right. of that needs to be honored. You know what I mean? That's yeah, why it is toxic to jump on it right, right away. I do agree right. with you there. Because that's my only complaint with that argument is that I feel like it wasn't the partner's place to get that aggressive that fast, especially with it. it, You're like, you're a new person to the dynamic and you don't know the full scope of the relationship Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. you also don't know like what's that are jokey and not jokey between people and things like that. And it's like, you kind of have to like maybe talk to your partner first and find out where the line is being crossed. If you're comfortable or uncomfortable, yeah, you know, it's like you're bringing your own experiences and expecting the people. Yeah. You're being have, right. Have the same you're projecting problem. a little bit. Yeah. 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 I, I, f- I feel that it's a little projecty, but again, like 
You I said it. No, it's, it's, I think that's fair. No, because I feel like it's a genuine, it's a genuine mistake that could be made. Because I, I know that I have done that in the past, and it's not out of disrespect towards my friend. It's literally just out of like a knee jerk reaction of like normal, like like my genuine normal response to things. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Sorry, true. Guys. I think that was a good summary. <laughs> I think that was a good summary. I think we're gonna end up talking in circles, but I because I I do agree. I do agree. I don't know. I I I feel like we have two differing points, but they kind of coexist. I, I, right. I feel it's like like, <laughs> yeah. like you're not you're not an asshole, but you're being a bit of a lazy friend. Like you should yeah. try a little comment, bit harder. The top comment of this, or the top like voted thing on this was a trans person and they were saying them personally would wouldn't wouldn't feel offended but then again at, at the same time it's just them so what to to what y'all were saying i don't find what bailey said racist but other people twitter would. Would. so it's twitter like it's, would. You know. yeah. Would. Yeah. yeah yeah so it's, it's cancel worthy let's put let's yeah. make it that way yeah so like it depends on who you ask, but the vast majority, like the mob rules, at the end of of, of yeah. the day. So, like everything can be taken out of context. But what, like what I'm, we'll be, we'll be doing to Bailey at the end, end of the end of the stream. So, uh, just <laughs> ask, like, just ask, ask, just ask around. Just be like, just know who you're talking to. First. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Then, that was good advice. Good. I like putting bow ties on everything. And... <laughs> <laughs> Let's bow tie the whole pod. Um, but so I got the actual. I got the tweet of the day for you, right quick. I got the tweet of the day from Raza here to lighten the mood. It is on screen now. It is quite simple. It's quite simple. It is just been washing my balls more often. Uh, that's what the tweet of the day is. Or- Weekend. <laughs> Raza. <laughs> I hope that every man is washing their balls. <laughs> please? No special occasions. Washing fucking nuts. This is this yeah, you're you you actually the the amount of times my homies have told me that they don't do it. No, Raza! No! <laughs> Must key! <laughs> Hello? What did they say Ew, about you this? You get shit? sweaty! <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. When no. you take a shower, don't f- forget your treasure chest. As of recently, the more mature I've been getting wine, mom, I've been talking since I'm polyamorous and I, yeah. uh, talks with people. Yo, it's common, bro. I the, my partners have told no. me like, yo, often no. they'll go down there. It's like, yo, this this is stank. No, like, yo, no, I, I, it's no. unbelievable I how unhygienic dudes could be, bro. Ew, yeah, uh, it's my, like yeah, the dude. people who, oh, oh, I can't. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> So lesson of the week: Don't get scammed by phone companies and fucking wash your, wash balls. your balls, bro. Dirty, dirt. <laughs> dirty, no, I'll say it. Do your research when buying a cell phone and wash your damn balls. Yeah. Done. Done. Yeah. <laughs> Tips of the week, kids. 
All right, so if you're watching this live, hang out because we're about to chat. If you're listening to the recorded version, if you tune in on Mondays, we stream this recording session every single week. And if you hang out, you can talk with us afterwards. All right. So the podcast is about to pivot to Halo. Yes. Also, before before Bailey does the outro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, do it. Rihanna. Rihanna is pregnant. Yeah, dude, dude, dude. Yeah, and she looks perfect. Thank you. Long live ASAP. Long live ASAP. My one chance of happiness is gone. Anyways, congratulations, Rihanna. You look so beautiful. Boy. ASAP is a lucky man. Let's put that out there. Thank you again for watching us badly talk about these, these topics. You can follow us on Twitch, Marching Into madness all one word no space on the gram marching underscore into underscore madness and on patreon at patreon.com slash marching into madness and again on lay discord a at marching into madness join us and bailey will pay you 10 whole canadian dollars <laughs> you can Follow Whitey over at Harley underscore media on the Insta. You must definitely follow the life of our, of our whole podcast, Wine Mom, at X Wine Mom X because the year is 2002 and we still have, have the X in our names. And me, your favorite brown boy, at underscore R dot R Malik underscore. Thank you for the third time. We love you. Drink some milk and be healthy. Remember, kids, say no to school and yes to (laughs) 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 It's like such bad advice. It's like here we put this well-formulated podcast together with good insight on facts and truth and political points and social issues. Don't go to school, dude. (laughs) Oh, God. Bailey Bailey listens to me say the sentence and he goes, "Mm, maybe I should say my sentence now. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.